Today, the fourth Sunday of Easter, is always World Day of Prayer for Vocations. This is the day throughout the Catholic Church which reminds us that for all of us as baptised Catholics, our fundamental vocation is to be holy as Christ is holy. We participate in his holiness and then go on to serve the Church, which is his body. Each vocation affects and enriches the Church. Today is a day to pray especially for vocations to the priesthood and to the consecrated life, two very counter-cultural states of life that are necessary if the Church is to be the Church that Christ desires. Today is chosen because it is affectionately called Good Shepherd Sunday. The image of the shepherd and the sheep is central to today's scripture, but not as we Australians think of sheep and sheep stations, but rather the way Jesus in his day knew of sheep and shepherds. The story is told of a man who went on pilgrimage to the Holy Land in recent times. The man tells of how in the city of Bethlehem he watched two shepherds caring for their flocks of sheep. To his amazement, at the end of the day, he watched the shepherds put their respective flocks into the same cave, the sheep intermingling with each other. Wondering how the shepherds would ever be able to separate the sheep, he arose early the next morning to observe. The man watched while one of the shepherds walked some distance from the cave. At a certain point the shepherd gave a particular call and immediately his flock ran out to meet him. The sheep knew the shepherd's voice. Together each shepherd and his sheep went on their way. The good shepherd Jesus says that his sheep hear his voice. He knows them, and they belong to him. If there's any degree of discomfort for you as you identify with one of the sheep, or as you contemplate belonging to Jesus, then quite likely it is the concept of belonging that might need to be rethought. Knowing and belonging are interrelated. When we say we belong to Jesus, it is a qualitatively different type of belonging than animal to human. No human being belongs to another in the way that a thing or an animal does. Children are not their parents' property. Spouses are not each other's property. Yet they belong to each other in a much deeper way than, for example, a piece of furniture, a plot of land, a pet, or anything else we call our property. One human person can belong to another, yet remain a free creation of God in his or her own right. Two human persons belong to each other, in their mutual responsibility and in their shared personhood. They belong to each other 
by accepting each other's freedom and by knowing each other and supporting each other in love. In this communion of persons, they are at the same time free and one. In the same way, we do not belong to Jesus as if we were things. We are people created by God, images of God, gifted with free will by God, a free will, by the way, that God always respects. Jesus proves we belong to him precisely by knowing us, loving us and protecting us and by his wishing for us to be in the freedom of the truth. This is the shepherd who calls each one of us by name and to each he offers a vocation, a state of life, a way of living out our baptismal call to holiness. When Christ calls a young man to be a priest or brother, or a young woman to be a sister, it is viewed by some as a loss or a surrender of something. And indeed it is. But isn't marriage also the same? To say yes always means a no has been said, because some choices exclude other choices. Today I exhort you to pray for vocations to the priesthood. Do we have enough priests? No, we don't. Especially in this first world, especially in first world countries like ours. Some talk of a vocational crisis. Is it possible that God has grown tired of calling young men to the priesthood? No. God keeps calling. But there must be a fervent Catholic environment among families. Parishes need to promote formative and apostolic activities for young people. And young people need to be taught generosity so as not to deny God anything he asks for. Perhaps parents also need to learn generosity towards God. And those in the seminary need to be supported by our prayers. Has any boy or young man you know shown interest in the priestly vocation? Has your son, grandson or nephew? Do you know someone in need of prayer, assistance or encouragement to mature in their decision to follow Christ? You can be a vocational promoter by fostering the practice of the Catholic faith in those around you. A priestly vocation could be depending on you. And as it is also today Mother's Day, let me conclude with a quote from Pope St. Pius X. It might have been true in his life, and I know it was true in mine. He said, Every vocation to the priesthood comes from the heart of God, but it passes through the heart of a mother. That doesn't mean that fathers aren't important. Fathers are equally important. But as you know, fathers and mothers do things differently. I think the father's role in the vocation of a boy or young man to priesthood
is to give him an example of mature and strong and manly faith so that that boy and young man can grow to be like his father, can know what it is to be a father so that he can then be a priest after the heart of Jesus himself. But let us pray for our mothers today on Mother's Day. If they have gone from this life, let us pray for their eternal salvation and that their soul is in heaven. And let us pray also for all those women who have in some way had a motherly influence upon us. Can I wish all the mothers who are listening a happy Mother's Day and may the Mother of Jesus, our Heavenly Mother, look after you and keep you safe under her mantle. Laudato Jesus Christus.